the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be to simply be with him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. On today's show, we're talking about leadership, and we want to lead with others, don't we? We don't want to lead alone. We talk about how Jesus had the 12, how we need partners. Mary had Martha, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, had Joseph. What about Deborah and Barak leading Israel to a great victory. So many teams that we see in the Bible and we need one another. We need the support. We need to delegate in leadership to one another and we have to have the strength to do that. It says in Habakkuk 319, the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and he enables me to tread on the heights. We need strong teams, don't we? I hope you will enjoy listening to this lesson on Simply Lead, and I hope that you are leading for the Lord. You know, uh, part of leading is forgiving. Part of leading is forgiving. Forgiving the friends that you're leading. I, I remember I, I've, I was leading, and this, this girl I thought for sure was my good friend, really good friend, and, um, and then she left. And I thought, oh. Well, I thought you I thought you were more than just part of the group. I thought we were friend friends. And so I had to forgive her. And oh, I I forgave her and I, I wrote her a letter and I forgave her and and then she came back. And then I was so excited. <laughs> I thought, Yay, thank you, Lord. He answered my prayer. We're friends again. And so we were friends again. And we were best, best friends again. <laughs> And I was so excited about it. And we did things together. And and then she left without a word, without a peep, gone. And I thought, oh, okay, well, I guess we weren't friends. And so I was so confused by that. I was so confused by that because I, I thought we were friends. And I thought we'd work through, you know. And one day... I was, I was driving, and I, all these things when I'm driving, but the Lord said, you did not really forgive her. I was like, oh, wait a minute, yes. We forgave this time. We forgave this time. I, Lord, yes, I know I have forgiven. There's just, how could you, well, how did this even come up? And so we had this conversation while I was driving, and I said, okay, I forgive her again. Forgive her all over again. I mean, we had shared the same anniversary, all these things. I, so I forgave all over again, even though the whole time I'm like, Lord, I know that I have. I thought that I have, you know. And this is when, you're, when you want to be God's friend, you just have to talk honest with him that way, right? So I showed up at the mall, and here comes this girl. I had just had that conversation in the car. 
And I wasn't even supposed to be at the mall, but um, <laughs> I, I was going to an appointment and it got canceled. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to run in here for a minute. And I ran in there and lo and behold, here she comes face to face. And she acted like we were best friends. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> and I was sitting there, sitting there thinking, Lord, I'm so thankful that we had this conversation in the car because I I had no malice. I had no hurt. I had no, in that moment, I had the best conversation with her. And we, we, we just had a great, a great time together. And then when I got back in the car, I was like, well, (laughs) so God knew this was going to happen, didn't he? And, but I'm not going to be your best friend tomorrow. Why? Because she just leaves. You know, I can't trust her. She just leaves. And so that's, that's the hard part about leadership is you have to figure out who are your friends. And you have to forgive the people that aren't with you. It's okay. If they're, if they're not your friend, you have to forgive them. You have to let them go. And you have to ask the Lord for people of character and people that are available to the Lord. And so you say, well, what do you mean available to the Lord? Well, so I began a search, okay, I need to find some new friends. And I was always asking girls to walk the trail. You know, let's walk the prayer trail. Let's walk the trail. And so I had this scheduled, and then the girl canceled. I thought, oh, I thought we were going to be friends. And then I, I called a scheduled dinner. Let's go to dinner. Okay, we had it scheduled. And then they canceled. I'm like, oh. So I tried again. Let's do another prayer trail. Reach out. And they canceled again. And so they're, they're a nice person, but they're not available. So it's not a friend. And, you know, you, have to, you need people that have good character, but you need people that are available. But I put available to the Lord. Because when you lead, you need people in your life that are available for the Lord. You know, you're serving the Lord. There's a lot of people that are available, but they don't want to serve the Lord. A lot of people that have time, but they're not wanting to, to spend it on God. And so I need them to have good character. I, I need them to be available, and I need them to be available to the Lord. Look at this in Luke one thirty-eight. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be to me fulfilled. And then the angel left her, and Mary visits Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. This is great because you see this story. Mary knew that she could trust Elizabeth. Elizabeth had good character. Elizabeth was pastor's wife. They, they had family connection. But this was a good, safe place, and she stayed there three months. And God will provide for you someone like that. But that was a good person for Mary to choose at that time. Mary's life was upside down to be newly pregnant, to try to figure this out. So that was a good choice, and we need people like that. Ask God for people like that. You think if God moves in teams, I mean, Deborah had Barak. They had to have each other to really accomplish that. I mean, Mary had Martha. They had each other. There's teams. You see the 12. We need teams. And I even think Mary and Joseph, because Joseph had the wisdom. He had so much wisdom, and they needed each other. Who is the team? If you're going to serve... What team has God put you with? 
And if you can delegate to the team, and they do 80% as good a job as you, then they've done a good job. And you have to be willing to delegate if you're going to lead. Let them help you. John Maxwell says, never, ever, ever, ever do ministry alone. And I remember going to a teenage mental hospital and taking somebody with me to visit one of our students because I wanted, I didn't want to go alone. And it was good for that person that had to go with me. It was a very hard ministry job, but we did it together, and that was a good experience. And so don't go by yourself. If you go, take somebody with you because they can learn while they're going with you. They're, you'll have a wealth, a wealth of ministry experience. Take some of the young people with you when you go. It doesn't matter where you're going. Take somebody with you. They can learn. So this is the question you have to ask. What is your next step? Is it practical or spiritual? Even though I say the Holy Spirit's very practical too. But this was the materials for the tabernacle. Exodus 35, 25. Every skilled woman spun with her hands and brought what she had spun, blue, purple, or scarlet yarn, or fine linen. They all participated. It was practical what they brought. Um, or what about the Shunammite woman for Elisha in 2 Kings 4.10? Let's make a small room on the roof, and let's put a bed in it, and a table, and a chair, and a lamp. And then he can stay whenever he comes. And, you know, when, when Elisha came, she said, I just, I know that this was a holy uh, prophet, Elisha. And because of, because she had great discernment, she got a spiritual blessing. He prayed for her to have a son. And that, that was her service right there. That's not, that's not too small. That was awesome. He needed that encouragement. We have to have a bold faith. We have, to, we have to realize that we are free. We have a free nation, and it is timely in our nation to serve the Lord and to live for him every day. And when Esther served the Lord, it was timely. It said, if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from the Jew, for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows? whether you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. It is timely to serve the Lord. And I love this verse, Ecclesiastes 9.10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For in the realm of the dead where you are going, there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's a pretty good verse to end on. But uh, I love that. Just live for the Lord and serve him. Lead. Be confident in it. Ask him to send friends around you that have good character, that want to serve him. Forgive those that don't and move forward. And, um, and God will do it. He'll give you. I gave you a little prayer. And I gave you the scriptures for that prayer. Maybe we should stand and say it together. You want to? Rick, I'm sorry. I forgot. I don't know if I sent you this. Um, Okay, ready? Dear Father in heaven, it's my joy and honor to lead for you. I love you. Every minute of every day spent serving is good because you are worthy of it all. In my heart, bring me comfort as it breaks for the hurting I encounter. In my mind, give me peace. I know that you can cover my thoughts of doubt fear, and insecurity as I long to fulfill your holy calling. 
In my body, I ask for energy, rest, and health that I may work wholeheartedly for your kingdom. You are my source of strength and stamina. I look to you. Lord, the needs are great. The demands for people are even greater. I pray that you would clarify my specific purpose. I want to fulfill your plans and not step out of your boundaries over my life. So I offer my gifts and talents to share you with the world. Show me how to do this in excellence. Keep me safe in your protection as I encounter tough situations and challenges in ministry. I want to honor you in word, in action, and in my very soul, bearing much fruit for you. In Jesus' name, amen. You are listening to Simply for Women, and I have so many more resources that are available for you. I have downloads for you. I have prayers for you. I have recipes for you. So many things at my website, jenniferjackson.com. If you'll go to jenniferjackson.com, you can even share your story. And for a gift of any amount, I will send you a copy of my book, a free copy of Simply Joy, Rain or Shine. Just go to jenniferjackson.com and then don't go anywhere else because we have a great testimony coming right up. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.